All right, it's free view time from the Lost Zane recordings. This show happened November 3rd, 2016. Then that's that's like right around election time when uh Trump shook up the world. I shook up the world. Uh let's see. This show, segment 1. Eric forgot the alarm clock. Oh. Cubs win the World Series. Julius and I discussed that. Segment two, which you won't hear on this free view. You're, you're just going to get the first segment. The rest, you got to pay for it. Patreon.com uh, slash Eric Zane. Segment two, where does Eric rank for WBBL shows? Well, hindsight being what it is, that's kind of screwed up. Donald Trump Jr. in town. It didn't go well. It's listed as sports updates. Trunker treat goes awry. Chief of police accused of being a penis. Hulk Hogan beats Gawker. Ohio State fans suck. We played some game called Clues in Category. That's a clunky name for a game. I have no idea what the hell we did. More sports talk. One of those, we played the audio of Jimmy Kimmel ate all my Halloween candy, which I kind of regret doing that. Don't play someone else's shit all the time. Uh, Caller Tim roughly connects A and B, it says. I don't know what that means. Eric berates the audience. That sounds about right. Dumbest school suspension of all time. Caller suspension stories. I don't know what that means. Dear Meathead, Meatheadism of the segment is, quote, I embellish the chicken or steak with heavy-duty sauces I have. Boy, if that doesn't scream like something my dad would say, shit, I embellish the chicken or steak with heavy-duty sauces I have. (laughs) My God. All right. Theo Epstein drops F-bomb. I think that's the dude who ran the Cubs. Final word on the Lowell Lowell, Michigan biodigester. Chief of police from segment five emails after hearing the segment live. Mississippi lawyer chokes on chicken and sues. And then we did 10 minutes with huge. That was always a frustrating segment. 10 minutes with huge because for some reason his phone would get wonky, which, you know, what's funny is today on the uh, February 11th edition of the Eric Zane show podcast. I think he was uh, having that same phenomena happen to him to some degree. I was working it on my end to make it notice to make it so it wasn't so noticeable. But that was always maddening to me. Because you're sitting there talking to him. It's bad enough that you're listening to him talk. It made even worse when it comes back like this. All right. Well, anyway. This is all part of my Patreon. I uh, put tons and tons of material up on my Patreon, patreon.com slash Eric Zane. So if you like my free podcast, all of what I put on my Patreon will make a wonderful accompaniment to that. So that, uh, you know, I mean, it's something to listen to. It's better than sitting around trying to uh, figure out what podcast to listen to. That's not the easiest thing in the world to do. Find a podcast that you know you'll like. It's, there's so many out there, my God. Um, so, yeah. Uh, forget all that. Just go with more me. More me is what you need. P-A-T-R-E-O-N, patreon.com slash Eric Zane. Patreon is a fancy name for a paywall. You give me money, I give you content. A lot of it. I suggest trying it out for one month. You're like, all right, I'm going to finally bite on this and try this asshole's Patreon that he's been talking about forever. Just try it. 
If it sucks shit, it's very easy to cancel. Cancel it, by all means. I'll give you the rest of that month for, uh, you know, as part of it because you paid for it. And I will not give you your money back. I'm going to spend your money. But I'm hoping and I'm thinking you'll like it. You can let it ride each month or I will knock 10% off if you sign up for one full year. But then you got to pay for it all up front. You know, not everybody can do that or not everybody wants to do that. All right. That's it. That's my big hard sell on Patreon. Anyway, here's my free view of the Lost Zane recordings. Thank you for listening to The Eric Zane Show, show number 143, rolling on Thursday morning, the 3rd of November. Uh, back once again. Temps getting up to about 60 today. Some clouds, maybe a few peaks of the sun. Uh, 52 right, right now, not bad. Julius is here. Good morning, Julius. Good morning. Weekend looks great. Uh, Lots of sun. Temps in the low 60s. Start again right now. I oh wow. Uh, when you look at the clock, and and it's first thing in the morning, and you're late. It's like wait a minute, what happened? <laughs> that 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 weirdo feeling of oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, panic. That's what happened. It's the first time that that has happened where I actually did not wake up with an alarm. I forgot to Who, turn to turn on that. the alarm. Who sets an alarm? It's 2016. Who sets an alarm? It's cell phone, isn't it? You mean like, are you talking like a clock or a yeah, who phone? Sets a, who either sets one. a clock? Yeah. Or, or an alarm is what the question is. Well, I have an alarm, but it's just an automatic alarm. I see. So it just goes off. Yeah, it just goes off. I have it set for, to, for it to go off Monday through Friday. Okay, for a second 240, there, I, uh, thought, I thought you were asking the question, who wakes up with any type of alarm? No, no, no. Like, Wait a minute. Like, you know, who sets, who actually goes and sets an alarm? Like an alarm clock? Or is that what you're saying? Yeah. Who Who the hell does that in two, uh, 2016? Jessica, do you do that? Yeah, I do. <laughs> <laughs> like, younger than you, so. Yeah. An, alarm, an alarm clock? So you lean over, turn it on, mm-hmm. the type, snooze bar, the whole deal. Yeah, because what if your phone dies? Julia? I make sure it's not dead. It's always on the charger. Okay. But chargers break too. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't. I go to bed very nervous. Yeah. If it's at like you also 10%. sleep better that's if true. you shut your phone off. Yeah, and that, yeah, that's not a bad. I actually shut mine off because I'm I'm likely to get texts from Bill at two in the morning. <laughs> Look at the hot take I just put. The tweet I just put out about so and so. Retweet this right away. <laughs> but even an alarm clock, it there's no like setting. Is there? What do you mean? Like you don't have to set it every day. No, you just turn it on. It's it's no, it's oh, like it's always on. Like I have an alarm clock too. It's not set, but like once it's on, you just hit the off button. But you don't have to turn it back on. You need a better alarm clock, is what I'm saying. It just doesn't make any sense. This one isn't the best, but you see, it's important that I have this particular alarm clock because why did you like? grandmother smuggle it out of the Armenian genocide or something, and it's like a no, no. family heirloom? No, no. Oh. Nothing that personal. Oh. But I know you wanted it to be. Yeah, I desperately wanted it to be. I don't see well, and it has big, bright numbers. <laughs> <laughs> and the big, bright numbers are easy to see for my for my wife and I. It's like, uh, I. It was a perfect alarm clock. Thank you. I appreciate your concern and your ridicule. 
but we will continue to use it. But after the amount of time that we've been on the air here, this is the first time that it has not gone off. And it went off uh, like five minutes after I'm supposed to be here. So I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> so now. Wait, so it still went off. No, well, I take it back. It didn't. I mean, I woke up oh, okay. five minutes of the time, uh, five minutes later than I'm supposed to be here. So I was like, what the hell? What am I doing? This is awful. So then the panic subsides. I get my head together. I realize, all right. Now, I know that when I had been just a few minutes late in the past, Michelle McCormick, our beloved sister station, mm-hmm. not, uh, from, from our beloved sister station, 97LAV, talented morning person with Tony Gates and Uncle Buck, she, she's like, oh, I was thinking about calling you. So the, she was the first person I thought of. I said, well, I got to let Julius know. If he sees I'm not there, he, he might wonder where right. the hell I'm at. So I reached out to her and to you in a group text. Turns out Michelle's not here. Yeah, she's not here either. So that was she wasn't here yesterday either. I know it. I'm worried. I'm afraid to ask. But uh, no, she's she's not here either. But uh, yeah, I had to let you know. But made it in. Thank God. And uh, you know what? You know what kept me up last night? Cubs game. I was wondering about the baseball game, and I only I don't have. I mean, I I wanted the Cubs to win, as you know, and the Cubs did win. If you're just tuning in, it was it was a, a terrifically played game by both teams. Had a lot of high drama in it with uh, the Indians battling back and forcing that thing into extra innings. We'll talk a lot more about that as as time passes. But um, whenever there's something on the line, something big like that, let's say a Wings playoff game mm-hmm. or something like that, it's different. That's 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 my team. I understand that, but a lot of the times I can't I, I can't watch the whole thing, so I shut it down, and then it's in my head, and I'll, I'll actually dream about the hockey game, or the in this case, the baseball game, and it wakes me up. I don't sleep that sound to begin with, so I kept... You had a Louisville slugger dreaming about the Cubs. Exactly. So That's why know, I don't start watching the games, necessarily. I'll check in on them, but I won't sit there and like watch it from the beginning, because if I get too into it, it's like, I kind of have to watch it now. What's the point of watching the watching it if you're not going to watch the whole thing? It's a sporting event. Yeah, I, I should have just stayed up, but then it would have, um, it would have, you know, I, I, would, I, would, I had like anxiety because I'm like, oh god, I'm up way too late. Um, you know, this is just, this is just awful. Uh, it, it, and when I went to bed, it was at a point where, well, first of all, the Cubs were up, and it was uh, uh, five to one, and then. They took the starting pitcher. I don't know any of these guys' names, but they took the starter out. You'll have to help me. Hendricks. On yeah, they, Hendricks. he was he was doing very well. They they took him out and they put in. Is it Lester? Is that the guy's name? Yeah, the, the big the big so he's guy. He's like their starter. Yeah, he's like their ace. Correct. Yeah, he basically did a Randy Johnson coming out of the bullpen. And he was uh, he warmed up and he he uh, headed to the mound and um, he has his own catcher. Mm-hmm. Some old guy. Some this is his last game. He's retiring after the something Ross. Ross da- yep. David Ross, I think. Like a like a thirty nine year old dude who's been around forever. Ooh. And that's his His beard is uh grayer than your hair. He's old. He's really old. And Lester, you know, there was some control issues. He threw one into the dirt. There was a guy at second and a guy at third. Lester threw one into the dirt and it bounced off the dirt and hit this guy right in the face. <laughs> And he had knocked him down. I mean, he the ball goes flying because he threw it 8,000 miles an hour, hits the dude in the face, goes flying, and now the guy's knocked back, and he's got to go get the ball. So the guy on third, he easily scores. The right. guy on second, I forget, uh, Kipnis, I think that's mm-hmm. the dude's name, 
He comes flying around. Well, the thing about John Lester is, for some reason, I don't know why, he's having trouble throwing the ball to first base. This isn't like a. This wasn't an anomaly. But this was. But this was a pitch, though. That oh, okay, yeah. On. But like, it's is weird. He, he. I don't understand how someone can throw a ball as hard as he can, but he can't throw it to first. He bounces it. I don't know if you've seen that. No, uh, I've heard about that happening to players though in the past. Got the yips. And uh, I, I, I am looking at the. <laughs> Uh, the play, and he, he did just that. So the two-run score there, so it's 5-3. to three. Mm-hmm. Just prior to that, that Ross had a um, uh, a play at first on like a bunt, and he threw it weird, and it went flying out into foul territory. So there was a lot of crap going on for the Cubs. Now, if you root for the Cubs, you're having a heart attack. Like, oh, my God, oh. here we go. Now, it was only middle of the game. It wasn't like the end of the game. But still, it was these catastrophic moments where all of a sudden they have two runs. Lester gets out of it. He strikes out the next guy. Boom, 5-3. Next inning, that Ross, that 100-year-old catcher comes up, and he belts a home run <laughs> to deep center field. Against, uh, uh, is it Andrew Miller? Is that the guy's name? Yep. Well, and that guy's supposed to be lights out. Oh, yeah, he is. He's been lights out not only all season, but all postseason, too. He was amazing. By the way, just for the uh, for perspective, the starter for the Cleveland Indians. Corey uh, Kluber. That's the guy, and he was the big gun all oh, year. Yeah. Okay? He had so to be, yeah. It was, a, it was a big deal because they were saying he's, he, could, uh, he could win. Uh, Cy three, Young, three uh, games in this World Series, which hadn't been done since Mickey Lolich. But the thing about Lolich is, first of all, he pitched He's, that guy's a man. Though. Three complete games. Yeah. Okay. And we had Mickey on to talk about that third game because you had the first one, and then the second one was his spot in the rotation. The third one was on short rest, and the Mayo Smith said, uh, "I just need a handful of innings out of you." And Lolich was stronger than an ox. He talked about how he got in shape, and it was old school. He just whipped it as hard as he could for three months. <laughs> That's how the guy so did. He just throw it at a wall. Hey, uh, Mickey, what did you do to get ready for the season? I just went to uh, the wall and just yeah. threw it as hard as I could. Uh, you know, I uh, dragged a, t- a tractor tire up a hill, uh, drank raw eggs for, th- for four months, and whipped the ball. At a wall for three months, and boom! I ripped a tree stump out of his place. <laughs> look at it worked because uh, you know Kluber. There was no, I mean, there's no shot that he's going to pitch a, a full no. game. It Less than four innings, and he he ran out of gas. So if you're Mickey Lolich, you're like, yeah, rats right, you little sop. Yeah, you little potty. So uh, there's that. Now five to three, as I said. Now my wife, I'm like, all right, let's go to bed. Now, this is a problem. It happens every time there's something on the line. Well, you go on up. And I go, look, hold Please on. Please come with this me. Is a, this is a problem. Because I might as well just stay up. <laughs> well, then that's your prerogative. But she, damn it. Is that prerogative? <laughs> this is history in the making. And I, damn it, I'm going to stay up and watch this game. Like, come on, man. Just take, Just record it and come to bed. I'll see you later. I'm like, all right, well, don't make any noise when you come to bed. Just kind of sneak in there. And um, so about 11.30, I roll over, and there she is. I'm like, oh, thank God. I go, so do the Cubs hold hold them off and win? No, sons of bitches gave up a bunch of runs. It's tied. And I said, screw this. I'm not going to stay up. So... Your, your head is racing at this point. Yeah, I'm like, oh, my God. They blew it. They blew it. Credit the Indians, by the way, being down that many and then coming back, forcing 
uh, extra innings. Then there was a rain delay. Can you believe that? 17-minute rain delay. They must have wanted to get that game in. I've never heard of a 17-minute rain delay. 17 minutes? Yeah, it was a brief, brief shower. Let's see. Where do we go here on sound? What do you think? Uh, let's go right to the... Uh, you, you were, let's go with Dexter Follow it. Yeah, in the, go ahead. This is the first batter of the game. And this has never happened before. Sorry. That's in the air to center. Back at the wall. It is gone. What a start. Dexter Fowler, hello, in game seven. one nothing Chicago. And I saw the Chicago or Cleveland fans were like, oh, my God. Oh, it was so loud. Oh, and, and, uh, and, and they were just screaming. And when I said it's never happened before, never in a game seven has a dude started the game with a home run like that. So, now, when you think about down three games to one, and the, the way they have just roared back, I mean, if you're Cleveland, you're like, oh, no way. No, that, most people did not see this coming. Three to one, and they won three straight, and they kind of, outside of the closeness of this last game, the way they kind of just bashed them with it. It's a good, so that Pounding them all good in the last three games. This team could really be good for a long, That's long time. That's what they're time. saying, yeah. Um, Theo Epstein is a baseball god. He ended the Red Sox curse for and what he was, was only like thirty five. Yeah, he was like thirty five. Right? He was a genius, and now he ended the Cubs curse, a longer curse. Is there a better like baseball guy than Theo Epstein? That's a historic type of resume. You yeah. know, when you think about like uh, uh, guys' names like Casey Stengel and, and Branch Rickey, you yeah. know, the who, you got Theo Epstein. He's yeah, going to be up you, there. You have to. They I should mean, just build him a statue in the Hall of Fame right now. He ended the two most prolific curses in baseball history. There's no other curse. Right. Like, not even baseball. It's sports history. The two biggest uh, droughts, he ended it. And he's only 42, by the way. 42, okay. He looks like he's, uh, yeah, he's very young 32. Looking. Yeah. Boy, what a what a thing. Oh, you didn't mention Araldis Chapman. They brought him back in. He looked great. Yeah, he struggled. Yeah, of course he did. He pitched, like, three games in a row. You know, and I heard a lot of people talk about it because there was a lot of criticism. We even talked about that guy coming into the previous game. Yeah. Well, but but, but uh, I heard it. Conversely, other people were less critical because they said, you know what? You do whatever you can to get to the seventh game, and then it's a crapshoot. Then you suck it up and see what happens, you know? Right, but if you have a five-run lead, you don't use your best pitcher. Yeah, if you, if you can't hold a five-run lead, your team doesn't even deserve to be in the World Series, honestly. Yeah, I... Uh, you, and they have a good enough bullpen where they could have held that five-run lead, and then this game could have been a lot easier and less stressful. But it was exciting that the, that the Indians didn't roll over. And and uh, it was it was great for fans of uh, the Cubs. The Indians are hard luck. Sixty eight years now since they've won one. Good. So uh, the Cubs win. This is uh, the here's the 0-1. This is going to be a tough play. Play it. The Cubs win the World Series. His voice broke there for a second. It's over, and the Cubs have finally won it all. Wow. Eight seven and ten. Uh. And then Rajay Davis, it was they they had a two run lead in the tenth, mm-hmm. and then Cleveland had their their bat, and Rajay Davis hit a home run to make it eight seven. So you think, oh my god, here we go! What a what an incredible incredible turn. Justin oh, Verlander, I, I saw this earlier. Look it up. Justin Verlander actually predicted Rajay Davis's uh, game seven home run. He did. Yeah, he said Rajay Davis likes hitting lefties and likes hitting heaters. Good matchup, and uh, he he just hit that bomb. Rajay Davis isn't a big home run hitter, but scrappy. I, I liked Rajay Davis. I was upset when yeah, they he was let a him. tiger, right? Yeah, yeah, a couple of years ago, uh, or was it last year? Yeah, I think it was last year. The past year just went by so fast. But he, I always liked him. He was fast, hit a little, scrappy. 
Um, you mentioned predictions. First of all, the guy, however many years ago it was, who predicted in his yearbook. The 92 guy, right? I yes. Mean, he's, can't believe he's still alive. Can't believe he's still alive. That guy predicted that he just wrote it down, 2016 Cubs World Champion, uh, mark it down or something like that. And then this one, which is, is a little bit more specific. Involved. Yeah. Um, this uh, Somebody predicted the Cubs-Indians World Series only back in 2014, but it was the specificness. The specifics of it that, that came out, Geo with the handle at Ray's Fan Geo, took to Twitter on the 4th of November, two years ago, um, and said, quote, 2016 World Series, Cubs versus Indians. And then it went on to say, and then the world will end with the score tied in Game 7 <laughs> in extra innings. Hashtag apocalypse. He said he tweeted it the day that manager Joe Madden signed with the Cubs. A couple weeks before that, he'd opted out of his contract with the Rays. I have a question before I, before I finish this. Go ahead. Uh, Joe Madden was a, a champion with the Rays, was he not? Or was or was I he? They, I know I, they went to the World they, Series. I don't remember. I know he it was, had a lot uh, of success. Right? Oh, yeah, he was really good. Now, did the Tigers have a... Because I, I saw a friend of mine said that the Tigers... I think Bill has mentioned this, too. That the Tigers have had a chance, had a chance to get him as a manager. Is that true or not? I don't know. Because a lot of people have said, Francona and Madden, we could have gotten them. Instead, we got this. And it shows like a really unflattering photo of Brad Osmus. Of Brad Osmus, like looking like he's farting or something. I know that's a hot take. I know a lot of people. It's not true, though. It's I don't believe. I don't believe that. I think it's pipe dreams. I think I think there were some backroom dealings with the Cubs for Joe Madden to go there. There's some sour grapes going on, maybe just. Not sour grape, fans. but maybe like you don't want to look at it in like without tiger colored glasses. I don't yeah, think the Tigers yeah. ever had a chance to okay. get him. I think. I mean, I think what the Cubs did was a little bit shady. I think they like because you're not allowed to technically Tamp- do tampering. that. Tampering, it's suspected basically. to be tampering. I think it was tampering. I think there was already a deal in place when he resigned as the Tampa Bay manager. Oh. And so, no, I don't think the Tigers ever had a chance. They had a chance to get Francona, but not Madden. Madden was destined to go to the Cubs. Uh, so, yeah, incredibly, this this person on Twitter not only had the Cubs Indians part right, but also had it ending. Extending to a game seven and then into extra innings. On top of that, there was even a rain delay. So for uh, so for a moment, some people thought it would never end. And then the person who wrote this article wrote, "It's unclear what they meant by the apocalypse, but the Trump Clinton presidential election <laughs> is less than a week away." I like that. That's why. Um, and then not the next segment, and in, in two segments, I want to play for you, uh, Donald Trump's son, uh, Trump Jr. Is it? It is. Is it Donald? It's Donald Trump Jr. That's his name. Yes. Yep. I, by the way, I like that guy. He seems really. Which guy is that? That's the dark-haired dude. The light-haired dude looks. He looks kind of freaky, but the dark-haired dude looks normal. Well, it wasn't the appearances that that. Uh, like, I mean, I think that they both seem pretty pretty sharp. Uh, Trump Jr. Man, I want that guy to be president because he <laughs> seems. I like that guy. Um, he was at GVSU. Holy crap. The the people that came out to meet him, not exactly what he had hoped for. We'll get to that coming up a little bit uh, further down the road. Uh, some more audio. And uh, if you have anything at all you want to say to the show, 800-785-1073. We'd love to hear from Cubs fans. Did you stay up all night? My gosh. A lot of people have been uh, just celebrating that aspect of it. 800-785-1073. Uh, phone number brought to you by our friends at Allen Bob's. We got Dear Meathead later on. Still taking emails, all emails into our show. 
Uh, brought to you by Labatt Blue and Labatt Blue Light. And there's a lot of people who'd love to listen to this show that don't even know it's on the air. Will you please spread the word? The Eric Zane Show is on 107.3 WBBS. That's it. My free view of the Lost Zane recordings. Thank you for the time. And I will talk to you later. Bye-bye.